What's up? Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. I am your host, Liz. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus. Something in my eye. Give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Happy 316. Stone Cold Steve Austin Day. Oh, that was audible. Got his Um, uh, Broken Skull IPA. Yes, Mark has the Broken Skull IPA to celebrate. I'm actually going to open a fresh one right now. And it's probably going to splatter. Oh, okay. Cheers, brother. <clears throat> actually, that's Wolfram, it's not Steve Austin. Hang on, I'm having a crisis. Cheers, you ugly son of a bitch. Stone Cold say that? <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like he does. Oh. None of that was caught on the mic, I don't think. Whatever you said. My beer is exploded. Oh. How do you make it stop exploding? What do you mean, how do I make it stop exploding? Like, it's just fizzling. At the top. I think your beer's broken. Well, how could you forsake me? Okay, okay, I think it's calming down. I wouldn't, I, this is what happens when you don't drink Broken Skull IPA. When you drink anything else. It betrays you. But a nice can of whoop-ass ain't gonna betray you. Mmm. Okay. As I, as I drip some from my mouth. And on my shirt. Oh my god. Like a shotgun and a beer. What? It's essentially like shotgunning a beer because I'm just trying to like keep up with like bubbles. So do you want me to start the podcast or? I don't know. Okay, so I see we're still at a standstill. So how's everybody doing? Um, y'all watch Dynamite tonight? All right. Love that. Love that big roll of paper towels in in the shot. <laughs> There's beer everywhere. God, throwback to one of our first podcasts. Um, fucking uh, Edge and Randy Orton. Yeah. Uh, backlash. Backlash. Yeah. When I spilled gin and lemon juice all over. Yeah, that was that was the one pay per view where we uh, did a shot for every incorrect prediction. That was bad. Yeah, can you imagine that we changed it, guys? I like that we've slowly, as as we've aged in this podcast, we went from that to a drink every incorrect prediction. No, 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 a to, whole can of hard seltzer. Yes, well, that's what I meant, a drink. To hot sauce? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um... Mary Mass, how are we doing? How are we doing, Liz? Well, let me tell Besides you. Besides your little crisis, she says. Um, it's still sort of happening, so... But I'm doing great. I'm having a good day. I think. So now, now we're into the wrestling. Yeah. Good question. <laughs> AEW Dynamite. Um, oh my god. Uh, don't you just hate, like, the foam on beer? No. I actually don't mind the, the foam on beer. Makes me... Ugh. Anyways. Um, happy Dynamite Day. Dynamite. Yeah. Happy Dynamite. Happy New and New. 
AEW Women's Champion, Thunder Rosa. Um, Hardy Boys are together. They are back as the Hardys on AEW. Uh, let me get in a little nutshell of today's episode. So we had Adam Cole teaming up with Red Dragon against Adam Adam Page and Jurassic Express, not Dark Order. The worst friend anybody could ask for. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Chris Statlander's going through a little bit of a gimmick change based on a little video package. No idea what's what the vibe is, but seems like a, a gimmick change. Uh, we also had Brian Danielson and John Moxley against Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Yuta with a possible um, faction change for Wheeler Yuta. He basically handed his resume to William Regal. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? Uh, we had the Jericho Appreciation Society meeting. That, uh was hilarious in my opinion it was kind of fucking funny mostly if you don't take i mean obviously don't take it seriously You're not supposed to but like also i don't know it was funnier than i think they intended it to no, be I, I think they intended it to be a hilarious especially given that daniel garcia is a fucking troll um his his delivery <laughs> I'm saying he's a super think, of a fucking sports entertainer. <laughs> I think my thing what I'm gonna say is that like the Jericho parts were like whatever. But the two point parts were fucking funny as hell. Yeah. That shit made me I hate Daniel mm. Garcia so much. <laughs> oh, he's such a tw- he's a he is the living embodiment of the word twerp. No, no. Yes, no, no. he is. That's TJP. Well, I'm just saying because Garcia's younger. Mm. TJP is much, it's too old to be a That's twerp. Um, so after that, we had Wardlow versus Scorpio Sky for the TNT title. Very short match. Ended uh, with some interference. Um... We had the Hardys versus Private Party. Uh, fun match. And then we had Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa for the AEW Women's title, with Thunder Rosa winning and becoming the new AEW Women's Champion inside of a steel cage. And we'll talk about all these in detail as we do our recap and review. Yeah. Um, and can I just get this out of the way just real quick about the weekend? Uh, we will not be doing a, a weekend recap this time, this week. Instead, we'll be doing our WrestleMania 2K20 stream. Um, it'll be a special show. It'll be the final, our final stream of 2K20 before we go over to 2K22 where we'll start our universes there. That'll be happening on Tuesday. Um, but WrestleMania, the big one, the Chris Jericho of, of pay-per-views, will be happening on Sunday. Um, um, yeah. All right, you said The weekend in such a way that I was like, why the fuck are we talking about The weekend? Like, the band. The or band. musician. <laughs> band. <laughs> All those instruments My himself. favorite band, The Weeknd. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was like, why are we fucking talking about him? <laughs> why do we have to get it out of the way? <laughs> uh, but yeah, tune into our our WrestleMania stream Sunday. Um, we'll have a time. We'll post it on Twitter. Uh, but bet your channel points on all the matches, and uh, it'll be an all around good time. It's uh, it's a it's a big moment. How long have we been streaming 2K20 in this universe? It's probably been like a year. Streaming it? I'm not sure. But it's got to be close to a yeah. year. Also, 
Speaking of a year, happy anniversary to my first COVID vaccine. Oh. Look at you. I remember because we came back here and we were like, oh my God, it's 316 day. So we bought Stone Cold beer and I just remember being like, I feel like I'm <laughs> dying. All right. You want to talk about some news? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> I don't know why I said it like that. What um, news we got? Well, we got some news. Um, we got a lot of news. I'm going to try to go through some of it relatively quickly. Um, we'll do the first thing is we're going to get the sad stuff out of the way. Um, obviously, as everybody knows, Scott Hall passed away um, at the age of 63. Um, and he passed away from complications from like a mm -hmm. hip surgery after after three heart uh, attacks. Yeah, and it was kind of brought to light by Kevin Nash, and then his passing, I think, was confirmed by X Pac. Technically, it was confirmed by the WWE, but nobody really knew it was the WWE. Yeah, so, yeah. I'll give credence. Um, but yeah, very sad. Um, personally, one of the first wrestlers that I ever recognized, mm -hmm. like, was able to remember. Yeah, yeah, even if Very even if you're not necessarily a wrestling fan, you know the name Razor Ramon because it's such an iconic character. You know the look, you know the name. Yeah. Um and it's very clear that like a lot of people thought he was just a wonderful person. Yeah. Um I heard this funny story about um some guy who like worked at a venue that Scott Hall was doing a show at. And um, Hall was like, I need to get to the locker rooms. He's like, oh, you know, let me take you the back way so nobody, like, sees you. And he said, why would I want to miss a pop from the fans? <laughs> and so they went through the most crowded place, apparently. <laughs> Which I just thought was, like, a perfect story. Yeah, he'll definitely be missed, um, and it'll, it'll, it's definitely a heavy loss for the wrestling world, and just the world in general. Yeah. Yes, it's very upsetting. Um, so, best wishes to his family and his friends. Um, he he never he I, never got the the acclaim from the from being in the NWO like everyone else did. He he definitely deserved a lot more recognition, in my opinion. You don't think so? Because like you got Hulk Hogan there, uh, you got Kevin Nash, two huge names, and you got X Pac, another huge name. I feel like Scott Hall was always the the um, least recognized name among the four. See, in my opinion, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash go together like they're just intermittent mm -hmm. or intermingling puzzle yeah. pieces. So, like, because it's Kevin Nash, obviously there's Scott Hall, and because there's Scott Hall, obviously there's Kevin right. Nash. That's that's just my logic for it. And as we all, as um, most of us know, there's no ladder match without Scott Hall. There's no. NWO without Scott Hall. There's probably no AEW without Scott Hall. It's worth yeah. saying. Um, just a wonderful guy. There's no Bullet Club um, without Scott Hall. Um, yeah. Just an inconceivable amount of um, stuff that he gave to the wrestling yeah. world. And unfortunately, his, I mean, he, he had tough years, but he really pulled his shit he together. He did. Um, and then in other sad news, um, just to get the sad news out of the way, um, Bret Hart's niece apparently passed away too. Um, he posted about it on his Facebook page. Apparently it was kind of a weird situation, um, family-wise. Um... I don't know how old she was. She looks like she may have been like in her twenties, um, but very sad. Um, and just you know, best wishes to his family as well, because that's very upsetting. Yeah. All right, so we get into some lighter news. Something a little perkier. Yeah. What would you like to start with? Um, I've got some AEW news, and I've got some 
Japan news and some WWE news. Uh, I'm going to start with a joke. I want, I want to be the one to tell a joke for once. I have a joke. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> are you are, do you not want me to steal your joke thunder? You don't want me to be the joke guy now? First of all, you will never be the joke guy. I'm the joke guy. Second of all, you're stealing my gimmick. This is gimmick infringement. Go ahead. Call me Drew McIntyre because I'm going to steal all your finishers. <laughs> all right, so <clears throat> why was there thunder in the lab? Hi. Because the scientists were brainstorming. <laughs> Nobody laugh at that. Nobody laugh at that. Hey, I giggle at your jokes. Thank you, Mary, for the bits. <laughs> That's my one joke for the year. No more jokes for me from now on. I'll never have a Kazuchika Okada joke. <laughs> that was decently funny, I'll give you that. Thank you. I heard it uh, while we were standing in line at CVS. You yeah, heard it? I'm surprised you didn't hear it. <laughs> I have my AirPods oh, in. Okay. Who said Just it? Some lady. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a good joke. I'm going to steal it. <laughs> have you been holding on yeah. to that? <laughs> oh. I'm impressed that you didn't make like any comment, actually. No, because I, I, <laughs> when I heard it, I was like, I can't say anything because I'm going to use it for the podcast. I don't want this to know. Oh, wait, then can I tell the joke that I also heard? Sure. It's just, it's a funny joke. Okay. Um, I already told you this, but I think it's like the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard. And it was like in the middle of a meeting that made me want to tear my hair out. So I was very like blindsided. This guy was like on his phone. And apparently Siri said something like she said, don't call me Shirley. And this man apparently said, oh, wow, I didn't realize I turned my plane onto airplane mode. My phone. Fuck! 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 No! 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 Nobody look at me! Nobody look at me! <laughs> How embarrassing. Oh, no, your own punchline. I didn't come up with that joke. It's not my fault. <laughs> so you want to continue with the news? No. Okay. We'll talk about the matches and promos. All right. So. Oh, oh my God. News. What do you want to hear first? Anything. Just give me something. I always give you, like, the option. You never take it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right, we'll start with WWE <laughs> news. This son of a bitch. All right. Um, apparently, Candice LeRae's contract is expiring soon, and it's expiring. Um, a, reportedly, according to Fightful Select, um... This spring, which is basically already spring, so I don't know what that fucking means. Um, and she has not had her contract renewed or frozen, as far as anybody mm -hmm. knows. Yeah, and it's kind of up in the air, considering she's on um, um, maternity leave. And yeah. uh, who knows if, if she'll be booted right when she comes back, or if she'll come back and have, you know... Extended contract. Yeah, I don't know. It's not like uh, it's not like Johnny or her hold any resentment towards WWE. Johnny left on good terms, so I wouldn't be shocked if she came back. Honestly, yeah. yeah. 
Maybe um, maybe they were splitting up um, Indy and Persia. Maybe have the possibility of Candace coming back. The last thing I want to remember is the weird live sex celebration that we had um, last night. That okay? was terrible. That was, that was bad. the worst. That's why we didn't talk about NXT at the on the stream. NXT was a little cringy last night. Yeah. It was a lot of weird yeah. shit. What's next? Anyways. Um, WWE filed a motion to dismiss the MLW lawsuit. I, um, I read this. I read this. And it was basically them saying, like, yeah, people can get into the wrestling world easily. Look at it, w, look at AEW. They're beating us in ratings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's basically it. Um, it if if anybody doesn't remember, MLW is suing WWE because they say that they're monopolizing the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of kind of are they are, but like also. Like their their whole thing was was using AW. Oh well, I guess. But like if I guess if you if you need a billionaire to get you started, then that's not really a low barrier of entry. Yeah, um, MLW apparently claimed in like very succinct terms here. WWE pressured third parties to abandon contracts and prospective relationships with MLW. WWE's misconduct included disrupting every level of MLW's business, including a major streaming deal for MLW, which would have been transformative for the company. Mm-hmm. I'd say now it's less of a monopoly than when um, NXT was black and gold. Because at least now they're trying to scoop less indie wrestlers. It's true. Yeah, now they're, like, they're only interested in like athletes. Mostly interested in athletes. They've still got room for indie wrestlers. Alan? Henley? Yeah, Fallon Henley. Um, I can't remember any more off the top of my head, but they said uh, they're still going to be doing getting indie wrestlers too. Um. Also, Inez Cantor, who is a free agent that was originally on the. Houston Rockets, um, who used to be a WWE 24-7 champion. Oh. Um, he, I don't know where he won the title, but he won it and, like, took it to, like, he won it in 2019 um, at Madison Square Garden. Um, but he trained with Diamond Dallas Page, apparently, and he apparently has an offer on the table to become a pro wrestler from WWE. Oh. You mean a superstar? Yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, I <laughs> That offer's been taken off the table now. Well, good for him, though. Good for him. Yeah. You got it, flaunt it. Get that money. There you go. Um, also, Raquel Gonzalez is out for several weeks as an injury. Ooh. Um, apparently it's not a stupid-ass WWE injury, it's like a real mm. injury. Um, but I think that might actually be why they lost the match. Um... Against Dakota and Wendy mm-hmm. Chu, I think that might be why, because it really didn't make any sense that they lost that right. match. Um, all right, so some AEW news. I think uh, we'll do NJPW just because there's like one piece of news from there. Um, we are gonna have so much fun with New Japan Strong coming up. Windy City Riot has announced that the fucking What's their fucking name? Uh, Luke and Carl. Good Brothers. Thank you. God. Escape me. Um, they will be at Windy City Riot, and who but Karrion Cross will be wrestling Minoru Suzuki at... Jesus. And New Japan will in Star Shootout. 
you know, I'm actually pretty excited for that. I I think carrying cross when he can be stiff could be really good. It could be an interesting match if you like ignore being carrying cross. Yeah, I I think his biggest thing, his biggest problem was just having a personality or or not personality but a promo ability. And I think New Japan might be the best place for him outside of, like, MLW. Also, you want to know something fun? The Impact show we're going to on Friday? Um, We're going to see Chris Bay and Jay White versus Motor City Machine Guns. Oh, we won't. Chris Bay just posted on his Instagram with that card, South Philly Showdown. Friday, March 18th, 2300 Arena. Me? Yeah. And me. Okay. 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 So, do we have any more news? We're, we're okay. 35 minutes in. Do we have any more news? <laughs> Wait, to be fair, 90% of the time was me rushing to clean up the suds that were coming out of my beer. Regardless. So, I got, like, I got teary-eyed. I, sometimes when I get excited, I get very teary-eyed, and I don't know mm-hmm. why. Very weird third response. Anyways, quick news. Roosh is going to make an in-ring return in April. Um, he is going to... Roosh. Oh, okay. Um, he's going to return April 29th at um, next month's Robles Promotions event. Um, he is going to team with Bestia, Bestia del Ring and a new member of La Facción Ingobernable um, to face off against L.A. Park, Marco Corleone, and Chris Masters. Also, Jonathan Gresham is in talks with AEW slash Ring of Honor, which is not shocking at all, uh, because when you say, oh, he's in talks with AEW, it's like, oh, that's crazy, and then you remember that they own Ring of Honor, and you're like, oh, it's not yeah. crazy. Um, and Brian Cage has announced that there is a plan for his in-ring return. Good. That's going to be fun. Oh. We'll love to see Brian Cage versus Wardlow. Yeah, I should have specified on AEW. Yeah. But not just yeah, in general. He's, he's been wrestling pretty consistently. Um, Alright, <clears throat> you ready to go to matches and promos? Yeah, sure. All right, so we started off right off the bat with Adam Cole and Red Dragon versus Hangman, Adam Page, and Jurassic Express. Yes, we did. Um, we got a chop to the chest of Cole, but doesn't really last long. Um, Bobby gets in. He gets clotheslined by Luchasaurus. Get some clotheslines to Cole um, from Luchasaurus, and then um, he chops down Kyle, and then he choke slams Kyle. Um, Bobby fights Luchasaurus ringside, gets him back in the ring. Kyle gets in, he hits some strikes to Luchasaurus, only to tag in Cole. Then Bobby um, strikes Luchasaurus down. Um, Kyle ends up twisting his leg. Um, we get some nice Red Dragon offense. Paige then takes down Kyle and Cole, only to fall away. Slam Bobby. Um, he crossbodies Cole and then Kyle ringside. And he's just fucking rapid fire attacking back and forth on either side of the ring, which was very hard to take note of, and I didn't bother because it was just a lot. Um, eventually, he powerbombs Bobby. He wants the buckshot lariat, but Bobby rolls out of the ring into the loving arms of Kyle. Um, Jungle Boy flies out onto the men, loads Bobby back in the ring. Jungle Boy then goes up top. He fights off Kyle and Adam. He moonsaults onto Bobby while Luchasaurus moonsaults onto Kyle and then Paige moonsaults onto Cole. It's very flippy. I hate that flippy shit. Um, Kyle then starts distracting as Adam attacks Jungle Boy and Bobby muscles Jungle Boy into the corner. Um, we get a backbreaker from Bobby to Jungle Boy and then a drop knee to his chest from Kyle. Luchasaurus Comes in to take on all of Red Dragon, choke slams Bobby onto Kyle before hitting him with the moonsault lateral press. Um, then Jungle Boy comes out of the air right into a super kick from Cole. Um, Kyle gets a heel hook on Luchasaurus, um, and Bobby gets Paige into a guillotine. 
which Gage then like tosses Bobby over the ropes and Adam picks up right where they left off. Um, if I could find my scroller, there we go. Um, then we have Adam versus Adam. Uh, trade some strikes ending in Paige, clotheslining Cole inside out. He hits the double doomsday device to Cole and Kyle from Jungle Boy, but Bobby saves the pin. Eventually, a knee to the head of Jungle Boy from Bobby and a last shot to Jungle Boy from Cole gets Team Disputed Era the win. Correct. Correct. Um, another match announced for uh, Impact on Friday. Good Brothers versus Violent by Design. Uh, lumberjack match for the titles. So objectively, I'm going to see all of Impact roster. Probably. I'm trying to find if they have a full card somewhere, but... I don't... I, I cannot, for the life of me, find anything about it. I'll, I'll get back to you. Um, I will wait. So after that, we get an interview with Keith Lee, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Ricky Starks. Uh, Ricky says, Keith, you must be Irish because it's your lucky day. You don't have an ass whooping. Don't show up on my show Rampage and think you own things. As a consequence, we came out and whooped your ass last Friday. Hobbs says, you know about that spine buster, baby. Keith's, uh, Ricky says, uh, should you show up on Rampage, same thing will happen. We'll stomp you out. Keith says the same thing like when I punch you when I punched you like a little bitch. Uh then they leave and then we get a Chris Dantlander video package where she's reflecting. She removes her contacts. Um potentially teasing removing the alien gimmick. Or I don't know, maybe going further into the alien gimmick. It's, it's hard to tell. Um, but at this point, a gimmick change will be coming. Uh, so then we have Brian Danielson and John Moxley versus Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Utah. Yeah. Um, and this was another match where I was like, fuck me, I can't take notes on this. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I was having an off day with notes. Um, so everybody gets in the ring, and then Moxley just fucking runs up on Chuck and Yuta. Doesn't even give them, like, a moment's breath. Um, we get a glancing knee to Yuta after several chops. Moxley, um, becomes the legal competitor. Hits him with the delayed vertical suplex. Danielson gets in. Um, he kicks Yuta, then hits him with the pump handle. Um, getting Moxley back in. We get a kick to the spine after a back rake, and I was like, hey, is this New Japan? Oh my god. Um, eventually, once Danielson gets back in, Wheeler Yuta wriggles free of a wrist lock, hits Danielson with an arm drag only to get out of the ring, gets Chuck in. Chuck starts fighting both Danielson and Moxley at the same time, hits him with the single leg crab, um, but Danielson ends up somehow bridging this fucking like massive gap in the ring. <laughs> somehow bridges it to get Moxley back in. Moxley clotheslines Chuck. Stomps on his hand. They exchange blows for a little while until Mox knocks Chuck on his ass. Get Danielson back in. Um, he throws Chuck into an Indian deathlock. Gets Moxley in to quote unquote, not quote unquote, yeah, quote unquote, um, kick his head in. Yep. Um, Mox ends up superplexing Chuck, hits him with the hammerlock. Um, Submission, and then we get a front face lock on Chuck. Yuta gets back and hits Moxley with an inverted atomic drop. Um, an elbow nearly knocks Yuta from the ring, but he comes back in like Kyle O'Reilly fashion, only to get his head fucking like cut off with a lariat, which is also kind of in Kyle O'Reilly style. Um, get some elbow strikes to Moxley. He goes to keep Danielson out. Um, we get a cutter to Yuta. Um, from Moxley. Danielson ends up getting in. Um, he hits Yuta with a lariat off of Moxley's shoulders. 
Moxley then gets taken out by Chuck. Chuck gets hit with the paradigm shift. Um, and then Danielson hits Yuta with a belly-to-back fisherman suplex, as you put it. I'm wrong. It's not my fault. Um, and then he does his little kicking the head of Yuta. Gets Mox in, so Mox can finish it off with the good old bulldog choke to win. And then it gets a little hairy. Yeah, so... Will Yuta uh, is torn between going up with, with best friends or going back into the ring. He gets in the ring and he, he uh, offers his hand to Regal, but Regal slaps him in the face. Um, Yuta, that, that doesn't stop him. He, he butts heads with Regal a little bit and then uh, they chat about something, couldn't really hear what. Um, and it seems like Will Yuta submitted his resume for the the dragon society or whatever uh the dragons what they're calling it that's what i'm calling it also another match announced for uh 2300 is tasha steels versus mickey james street fight for the title i was fact checking you because i didn't believe you at all um wow no offense sorry because here's the thing is i was thinking like when we were like leading up to this, I was like, you know, if there's one person I want to see wrestle, and I don't think I'm going to get the chance to anytime soon. It's Jay White. So I didn't believe that I would have such luck. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. Well, while Liz doubts me, um, we then get an interview with FTR. And Cashy says, it didn't come easy for us, but we've been talking about it. Uh, totally lost focus after we lost the AEW titles. Uh, Cash, or not Cash, uh, Dax says, there's too ma- There's not too many people that respect Tully more than us. The Young Bucks then walk in and say, well, 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 you guys talk about making changes. Might as well fire your stylists. Deep down... You're always going to be the best, the second best tag team. Happy St. Patty's. Then we get uh, the, the promo of the acclaimed, and uh, this this was a little fast paced for me to keep up. But basically, to say this Friday is Max versus Keith Lee. I'm a no limit soldier, while Keith is limitless. Everybody loves the acclaimed, and then they're stopped by Ricky and Hobbs. Uh, Ricky says, it is now your duty to do what we've been trying to do. Put him down. Put him out. Swerve walks in. He says, what do we think about Swerve main eventing and turning Friday into Swerve's house? Swerve and Ricky would be a great feud. Oh, yeah. Two talkers. Uh, uh, So then we get the Jericho Appreciation Society meeting. Buckle up, everyone. We're in for a ride. So, uh, Judas plays, and everyone sings along with it, and and Matt Lee says, You know who you have to thank for that song? This man right here, Chris Jericho. If it was up to me, there'd be no Judas, no sing-along, no nothing. That's why Chris is a better man than me. Uh, And then, um, what's his name? Uh, Jeff says that is also why this man deserves to be praised not only for his contributions for this industry but his contributions as a human being i give to you the influencer the big one chris jericho and then uh chris jericho says think about this the earth has been around for 4.5 billion years and yet you're alive during the chris jericho era you're welcome for that for over 30 years, you've been living vicariously through me as I've put on classic after classic. I've even built companies, including this one. If there was no Jericho, there would be no AEW. Instead of praising me, you take me for granted. Write about me on social media. You've got the greatest total package right here and you don't appreciate me. The roster doesn't appreciate me. The inner circle never appreciated me. Sammy... Proud and Powerful and Eddie disrespected me. They don't appreciate me, but these men do. We are the Jericho Appreciation Society. We appreciate each other because we realize we can't relate to the rest of the roster. Because they're nothing but pro wrestlers. 
I am not a pro wrestler. I am a sports entertainer. I am a sports entertainer. And then Daniel Garcia grabs the mic and he says, I got to get this off my chest. If you are going to stand here and call yourself a sports entertainer, then I am too. (laughs) My name is Daniel Garcia and I am a sports entertainer. And his delivery was amazing. <laughs> like, cause we all thought, like, oh, he's gonna like just do something. He's gonna turn on. Jericho yeah, cause he's a, he's a wrestler. Right yeah, but of course, who who's gonna fucking take the piss better than Daniel Garcia? Yeah. Uh, so then, Jericho says, "A man more horrifying than Edgar Allan Poe could think of." But why does he appreciate me? A group of pro wrestlers got in a car crash. One said he wouldn't wrestle again. I donated thousands of dollars to his recovery on January 6th. I don't know if he actually said January 6th. That's what everyone was talking about. Um, That man was this guy right here. He appreciates me. Then, Matt and Jeff. 2.0 is a bad name from Stupid Creative. We don't use made-up names. We use our real names. Now these two, Matt Menard and Angelo Parker, not their real names. (laughs) Um, Why do they appreciate me? I got a call from my former best friend, Kevin, Kevin Owens, who said these two guys got fired and he wanted me to to have them on my podcast. Look what happens. AEW hires them. That's why they appreciate me. And then the big man. My ride or die. This man has had my back. We broke bread together. He's always been the one man I could trust. He's Jake Hager he's talking about. He is the hand of the king. Tell him who we are. And uh, Jake Hager says, very brain dead like, uh, we are the Jericho Appreciation Society. We beat up pro wrestlers. It's a hell of a, of a mission statement. Good luck getting any kind of investments with that mission statement. Uh, so then Jericho says, remember this date, March 16th, 2022, because this is the day the new era begins, the era of the sports entertainer. This is the JAS, the Jericho Appreciation Society. And that is entertainment. Such a stupid line. That's so funny. <laughs> this is entertainment. Oh, God. Uh, we then got Serena Deeb and her Karoshita video package before uh, Wardlow versus Scorpio Sky. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to recap the video package. No, no, no. I thought you were like sitting back and I was like... I didn't take notes on it. It's a video. I don't take notes on video packages most of the time. I just, I was expecting you to keep talking and then when you didn't, I was like, is he expecting me to talk about this? <laughs> um. Alright, so Scorpio goes for the side headlock on Wardlow only to be lifted up and just tossed. Um, Scorpio then kicks the leg of Wardlow. Um, but he gets some shoulders to the midsection for his trouble. Um, I looked away for five seconds. Suddenly, the guy who I think is Paige Van Zandt's husband was, like, making out with her. I, I forgot. I had his name, but I forgot it. I don't know. But he was, like, making out with her. And then Wardlow, like, Wardlow, I think, like, I don't, he was involved somehow. Like, he, like, was, like, standing next to him, like, what the fuck? I, anyways... Don't really know. Scorpio ends up diving out onto him. He's distracted by the display of public affection that's happening in front of him. Um, he goes for the powerbomb on the man, but Scorpio dives out onto Wardlow. Oh, he goes to powerbomb him. He goes to powerbomb him. That's what happens. And Scorpio dives out onto him. Got. Um, we then get a standing belly-to-belly to Scorpio and then another one. Um, Sky wants the TKO, but can't get Wardlow up on his shoulders quite enough, but the fact that he could get him up on his shoulders even a little bit was kind of impressive yeah. to me. Um, 
He gets choke slammed instead. We get our power bombs out. It's about two or three of them, I think. And then Sean Spears comes out with some chairs. He's um, after Dan Lambert interrupts. He's doing the power bombs on uh, ringside when Spears comes out. Oh, he got like two in the ring, and then he got another one ringside. Okay. Yeah. And then Sean Spears comes out after. Dan Lambert, whose name I completely forgot. <laughs> um, while taking, I just wrote after the old guy interrupts. I did not know who the fuck he was. <laughs> my brain was like Pat, and I was like, no, I'm thinking of Pat McAfee. You see, you need him to be like it's... Matt Taven and say, I'm Matt Taven. If he says that, I'm going to think he's Matt Taven, oh, Mark. Everyone just starts saying they're Matt Taven. <laughs> oh, Imagine, imagine like a like a six man tag match where like the other team is like saying that, and Matt Taven's just like, God, what? can't do this. <laughs> oh, Matt Taven, bless his soul. Um, MJF ends up driving Wardlow face first into the ring post, Conk and the poor big guy. Um, and then Scorpio wins with a something. He, like, rolls him up. Yeah, yeah, he, he kind of rolled him up and really leaned into that roll-up. He did, like, a Tai Chi Okada roll-up, where Tai Chi was, like, off the ground. This is what you missed. He rolled up Okada so far, but his legs were off the ground. Like, Tai Chi's legs were off the ground, just <laughs> dangling. Um, and then after that, uh, everyone starts beating up on um, Mordlow. MJF pays Dan Lambert. And uh, Wardlow actually fights back and fights everyone off. So then we have an interview with Jade Cargill. Um, uh, Mark Sterling says, I'm trying to figure out where your green is on St. Paddy's Day, but who's ready to be lucky number 30? Jade says, I'm done with this. Who's ready to step up? I feel like, I don't know. Who's the last person to challenge Jade? Ty Conti? Yeah, I wonder who the next challenger is going to be. Hopefully it's not just like a jobber. It's in a prolonged feud. Um, uh, we have faith. Alright, so then we have Private Party versus The Hardys. Jeff Hardy's AEW debut. Yes, and I... Surprise myself by getting excited about something Jeff Hardy did today. <laughs> um, so, to start, we've got Matt versus Mark Quinn. Mark Quinn's being fucking annoying, so Matt Hardy slaps him. Um, he then starts wrenching on the arm of Mark Quinn before putting him through a pump handle. Jeff gets in, get a funky little tag team maneuver with them flipping onto Mark Quinn. Um, then Jeff goes off of Matt's back with a hip attack onto Isaiah, who I cannot spell his name on Google Docs because Google Docs will change his name to the way that Isaiah is actually spelled. Mm. And it makes me crazy. Um, Jeff then gets Mark Quinn in a headlock, hits him with the hip toss. Matt Hardy gets back in. Um, they hit Mark Quinn with, like, they, they take him so he's, like, basically upside down and then slam him backwards in a suplex. It was fucking insane. Um, then get an insecurity to Matt, though, um, and then some chops and a similar tag team maneuver to Matt from a freshly legal Isaiah and Mark One. Um, Isaiah hits an elbow to Matt and then goes up top. Matt nearly brings him down in a razor's edge, but Isaiah wriggles free. Um, he teases Jeff, and Jeff comes in, only to be stopped by Brett, who lectures Jeff for a little while while private party pull Matt Hardy balls first into the turnbuckle. I went to post, mm -hmm. sorry, not the turnbuckle. Um, eventually, after commercial break, Matt gets up. He wants the side effect, but Marquen avoids it. Marquen then gets Brett's attention again while Isaiah attacks Matt. Um, I keep saying Brett. Why am I saying Brett? It's Bryce. What the fuck? Are you good? I don't know. My brain's, like, scattered. Um, all right. When I kept saying Brett, I meant Bryce. I guess I don't know shit today. <laughs> I don't know anybody's name. I don't know how to tell a joke. And Mercury must be in retrograde. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> out there. Um, so Isaiah attacks Matt. We have a double stomp neckbreaker to Matt from Private Party, and then Isaiah goes off Mark Quinn's back into a huge flying clothesline from Matt, um, which you and I both saw it, and we were like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, then Jeff Hardy gets in, and Jeff Hardy said, you know what? This is for Elizabeth. And I said, Jeff, thank you. And he hit the inverted atomic double leg drop kick, complete with an elbow drop, right afterwards. I haven't gotten to say those words in so fucking mm-hmm. long, and I know I complained about it because he does it every single fucking match, but you know what? I love seeing it this time. <laughs> this time I was like, yes, this is what we needed. You never know you love something till it's gone. How could I be so silly? Uh, he hits the side Russian leg sweep to Isaiah. Fucking pancakes the man. He wants the swanton, but Marquand interrupts, and then Matt hits him with a side effect. And we all kind of expect Jeff to hit the swanton, but he ends up splashing down onto Isaiah instead. Um, fails the twist of fate. Then they... Um, he and Matt both get a twist of fate on Private Party, and Jeff hits the swanton bomb to win. Yes. It's a pretty fun match, but then uh, AFO comes out, and they all surround the ring and intimidate the Hardys until Darby and Sting come out with weapons, chase them off. Uh, Sting looks over the Hardys for a quick second. It was a very subtle thing, but he he like kind of glanced at them for a moment. Probably doesn't mean anything, but you never know, given Sting's history with Jeff. Might do a little feud between Darby, Sting, and the Hardys. Um, so, then we have an interview with Red Velvet, and she says, I thought you changed Layla. I stuck up for you. I'm going to put a stop to it on Friday. It's a very, very bare-bones interview. Um, so then finally, we had our main event, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Thunder Rosa in a steel cage for the AEW Women's Championship. And you know what? AEW does these steel cage matches right, and you know why? Because you can't win if you escape the cage. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Speaking of... Britt starts the match by immediately trying to escape the cage, and it's basically like trying to cage a cat, um, for the most part. Um, if anybody has ever tried to wrangle a cat, they would know what I'm talking mm. about. This is exactly it. Um, Rosa hits a clothesline, and Britt tosses her into the cage wall and then drop kicks her. Britt, at this point, is bleeding um, and being pulled backwards against the ropes. Sort of, like, I, I like to imagine, sort of like a... Like with old ships, how they had like the mermaid on the front of the the hull of the ship. Mm-hmm. What it's like. So like ah. <laughs> um Rosa then slams Brit face first into the cage, and Brit finally drives Rosa into the cage wall, getting some offensive because she had none. Um we go to commercial break and we come back, Rosa's bloody. She avoids a chair shot with some clotheslines to Brit and then hits Brit with a chair shot instead. You get a stunner to Britt, and then a clothesline in the corner to Baker, and a double knee strike before a dropkick. Britt then accidentally superkicks Paul Turner um, in the entire phase. And Paul Turner collapses to the ground, and Rosa then runs up on Britt to like kind of like push her against the ropes, hit her with a suplex. In doing so, shoves Paul out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, he hits the Fire Thunder driver to Britt, but Paul Turner is not in the ring. So it doesn't fucking matter. Um, Rosa goes up top. Britt hits her with one of many chairs. Um, Then she gets an avalanche air raid crash to Rosa. Screams for a ref to come out. Aubrey comes out. It's not a pin. Britt ends up getting mad at Aubrey. She, like, hits her. Um, Which I'm really liking the subtle, like, getting the ref's fucking mad storyline that we got, because this keeps happening more and more. Yeah. I want to know when the ref's turn. Aubrey's, Aubrey's really good 
She's just really good in general. Yeah, that's true. Um, I want Aubrey and Bryce to team up. Yeah. They've been like hit on like a little not not sexually, but hit multiple times, and I think that like they've earned a shot at just being nasty in the ring. Yeah. Um. So then Britt starts doing construction. Puts up a bunch of chairs by the corner of the ring. And it looks like she's going to superplex Rosa into those chairs. She does not. Instead, Rosa pushes her, like, bangs her into the cage wall a couple times, pushes her off the ropes into those chairs. And then the thumbtacks make their first appearance. And... Also, I think it was Tony who was like, I think Jamie Hayter put those tacks under that ring. As if there aren't thumbtacks always under that ring and they're not broken out for every no DQ match. Yeah. I don't know what that was about. I was like, Tony, you're stirring the pot. <laughs> um, so Britt drops Rosa thigh first into those tacks. Very solid hit. These ladies are not afraid of thumbtacks. Um, she wants the lockjaw, but Rosa bites her hand. She tries to float over to the other side, but Rosa then slams that hand into the tacks, power bombs her into them. Finally, she hits the Fire Thunder Driver to win and get the belt. And Aubrey was like, um, doing the three count on, on thumbtacks. And she posted a picture on Twitter of what her arm looks like after that. And there are just tack holes running all down her arm. She had the caption, pro tip, don't count pins in a pile of tacks. Oh, Aubrey. She, hey, she, is, she is the best. Like, she is the best ref. Without a doubt. Yeah, I love her. How could you not yeah. love her? And, uh, and then we have our new AEW Women's Champion. And if there's anyone who deserves it right now, it's Thunder Rosa. I wonder if she's going to take it to uh, indie shows. Take it to like Warrior Wrestling or GCW. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I don't know if they would, if AEW would let that happen, but that'd be really cool. Yeah. Alright, um... So, you want to talk about the bests of the night? Yeah, Sure. If you have a question for our questions, for our AMA, ask them in the chat now and we will answer them after the best of the night. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment and we'll get to them in the next episode. If you're listening on Spotify, I'm sorry, but join us at twitch.tv forward slash Podcast to talk to us live. Talk to us on Twitter at Podcast or on YouTube. Just search the Pinfall Podcast. Alright, so, promo of the night. Um, do do we have to do this? Do we have to? I think we have to do this. Oh. Jericho Appreciation Society. Oh. oh, I'm gonna abstain. So whatever you vote goes, but I, goddamn it, I'm gonna go with Jericho Appreciation Society. I think that's. I'm not signing my name to this one. <sighs> All right, wrestler of the night. I don't think it's much contest, but I'll give you three choices. Adam Cole, Matt Hardy, Britt Baker. You wouldn't put Thunder Rose in there at all? You could put her as a fourth, but she was being very gentle with her strikes in the beginning, and I think Britt just, like, the amount of bumps that she took... And how how she kind of kept Rosa in it mentally. Like, she got stiff at some points. She took that, that fall onto those chairs. Britt just... She, she wanted to go out with grace, with style. Then I'll give it to Britt. Okay. Alright. So, let's talk about match of the night. 
As always, we go from worst match to the best match of the night, and we'll talk about which one's the best best match of the night. So, Elizabeth, without further ado, with a three. Are you speaking? I don't know. Uh, worst match of the night with a three out of ten. Scorpio Sky versus Wardlow. It's a very short match that had interference. It was having Spears show up was pretty cool. Um, but it was, it was overbooked. It was kind of a mess. Um, and it was short. Uh, next up, with a 5 out of 10, Private Party versus the Hardys. Fun match. Very fun match. Very good match. Um, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. It wasn't too much special with it. Would have loved a little bit more emotion with, a private party and, and Matt Hardy, but um, I think the biggest thing was just Jeff Hardy wrestling in AEW. Uh, so next up, 5 out of 10, Brian Danielson and John Moxley versus Chuck Taylor and Hoyler Yuta. I think this is great because we're seeing a lot of good chemistry with Mox and Danielson as a tag team. And Wheeler Yuta is also yeah. really coming through on his own. I, I'm really excited to see mm-hmm. where he goes. Uh, next up, 6 out of 10, Adam Cole and Red Dragon versus Hangman Page and Jurassic Express. Very fun match. This was very fun. Very fast-paced. A lot of good spots here. Um, but that, that was just really it. It was fun and good spots. You know? And finally, my pick for match of the night. With an 8 out of 10, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. What do you think? I agree. I can't disagree with that. I, w- I, I would have loved to see it last a bit longer. Um, and it, it kind of felt like Thunder Rosa was either a little nervous or holding back in some kind of way, at, at least in the beginning. Um, obviously, I'm not in her head, so I don't know. It might have just been my perception, but would have loved to see just a little bit more. I don't think it was as good as uh, their Lights Out match. No, I, I agree with that. I still think it was a yeah, good match. It was, it was a great match. I, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, and a great, great finish, too. Um, Alright, so... To run it back, promo of the night, Jericho Appreciation Society. Wrestler of the night, Britt Baker. Match of the night, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. All right, you want to talk about, or you want to answer some questions? Your question. All right, Miriam asks, "Do you think this Appreciation Society is here to be a real faction, or is this just a ploy for someone like Daniel Garcia to get ahead of them? Because the more I hear about it, the more I think this cannot be real. This has to be a joke." Yeah, I can't imagine that this is real. There's no way. Oh, I think this is real. I think. I think Jericho right now, and I, I think he's been trying to do this from kind of the beginning of the inner circle. He's just trying to put smaller guys over and and help advance their careers like he did with Sammy. Um, like he's been trying to do with Hager. Um, and, and I think he's doing that now with 2.0, Daniel Garcia. Um, and hopefully this gets 2.0 to a better spot than they were and and same with Garcia but Garcia's already been doing great i just think yes the name is awful and the whole thing's just a parody but i think this is real i'm going to keep believing that's not <laughs> It might be short term, but I definitely think it's real. The question is, where's Eddie? Um, he's waiting to get Mox back from Danielson. 
Oh, they gotta have that match. They gotta. No, I just wanted to like see him be like, like what the fuck, dude. He loves me more. <laughs> oh god. You see, here's the thing, uh, Idra. That might be that might be on your end. Just try refreshing the page. Um. He said our, our voice is delayed from the lip movements. Um, but the thing is, if it's a joke, what does that do for anyone? You know? Like, what does that do for 2.0 and Garcia? I, I just... I feel like if it was, like, some people from Dark going along with him it could be a joke but because you're getting guys that are like normals on your uh you like regulars on your program having it just be a joke might be uh risky i don't know really don't know um i i i'm kind of hoping it's a joke but i think it could be funny as a joke too i think that there's a chance for it to be like pleasant yeah yeah. I mean, I'm hoping for good things. I'm always hoping for good things. Especially, uh, heel Jericho can sometimes be really good. Maybe get, uh, maybe get Matt Cardona to join in. Join Jericho Appreciation Society. I would hate that. That would actually be perfect because this whole thing is being like the sports entertainer. Perfect time to bring in Matt Cardona. <laughs> no. Or Absolutely bring not. in Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, and VSK. And it'll be Jericho Appreciation Society versus the major players. Battle of the sports entertainers. <laughs> I think it's perfect. I want nothing to do with that. <laughs> All right. That's all the questions we have. Liz, would you like to close out the show? Yes, if you tuned in tonight, thank you so much. And if you tune in in the future, thank you so much. Happy 316 um, Day. We will be back. Happy 316 Day. Um, and the last 30 minutes of it. Um, we will be back on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday for our show where we play WrestleMania for you guys. Big event. It's going to be super fun. We're going to have a little party. Yeah. Yep, uh, Sunday will be our 2K20 WrestleMania stream, our final 2K20 stream before we jump into 2K22 for Universe Mode and Battle of the Brands. Um, uh, tomorrow we'll be doing our Impact post-show, um, Josh Alexander versus Matt Taven, among others. So follow and subscribe uh, our Twitch Join us at the live show, twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast. Our YouTube is pinfall podcast. Same with the Spotify. And our Twitter is right up here at pinfall podcast. I am at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Eliza Elaine23. Thank you all so much for watching. And we'll see you all tomorrow night for Impact Wrestling.